0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to my podcast. I am so sorry for waiting such a long time to post this um post this podcast. Reason why it took so long is I wanted a lot more stories to develop to have a longer podcast. And also, one thing from the last podcast is I said John Harbaugh, not Jim Harbaugh, guys. I'm so sorry. Um, I'll not go over that topic because that's a long topic, and we have a lot of things to do today. Um. But i want like to apologize for saying John Harbaugh, he's the coach for the Ravens, not the coach for Michigan. Jim Harbaugh is a coach for Michigan. All right, now let me talk to you about our topics today. So our top headline is going to be college football and NFL playoffs. So uh, for the number one for um, college football, we're going to talk about the NCAA championship. Number two is going to be way too early power um, rankings. For twenty twenty one football season, number three is going to be was Alabama was the Alabama twenty twenty one team the best ever. And then for NFL playoffs, we're going to do um, we're going to talk about did I guess right about my predictions on the wild card games. Uh, number two is going to be new predictions for second round, and number three is going to be um, Doug Peterson him. Being fired was that a right move or was that a good move? All right, let's first talk about uh, the NCAA national championship. It was a good game to start off in the first quarter, seven seven. First quarter, second quarter, ten twenty eight, and that's where it started taking off. Was from there. Uh, honestly, Deontay Smith had a freaking show, man, a show. Um so let's go to Alabama. They did pretty good. I mean they did really good guys. Um They're a very good team. Mac Jones went crazy with four hundred and sixty-four yards and five touchdown passes. That is amazing. People are controversial. So people are wondering is he doing so good because he has such good players, you know? That's, that's what people were kind of asking, where, like, is Matt Jones the real deal, or is Devontae Smith the real deal? Is Najee Harris the real deal? So that's controversial. I think that Matt Jones is an average quarterback. I don't think he's a Heisman finalist, but Justin Fields should be up there before Matt Jones would. But that could just be my, my my opinion, guys. But if you look at the stats, great game. Great game for Matt Jones. But half of those yardage is coming from Devontae Smith with 215. Only in the first half. Matt Jones threw for 464. So if we really think about it, yes, Matt Jones is average. He's average. Because half of the yards the first half goes to Devontae Smith. You know? So that, that's one thing to look at. But all around, great effort for, for this um, Alabama team. Najee Harris, he got fed a lot, didn't get that much yards, but he got a lot of touchdowns, two, two touchdowns, rushing. I mean, it was just a great overall game. Devontae Smith, don't even give me started with Devontae Smith, best player in college football, 12 receptions, 215 yards, 17.9 yards per play average. Three touchdowns. And that was only in the first half, guys. First half. And it's just an all around great effort by everybody. Defense was great. I mean, he just went crazy. This Alabama team went crazy. All right. So, everybody's thinking, what does this mean? to Justin Fields and his stock. Well, his, his draft stock. I think he did all right. You know, against the Alabama team, he threw for 194 yards, one touchdown, no picks, and he even ran for six carries for 67 yards and 11 yards per carry. That's not bad. I think they would have had a slider. I think the game would have been a little bit better if they weren't missing so much people. Trey Sermon got hurt first play. Heart-crushing. Heart-crushing. They're missing a lot of guys that could have done good. I mean, this team is not bad. I mean, they beat Clemson. (laughs) But, yeah, Alabama, they just had a great year. You know, 13-0, 11-game conference play, one and all. Great team. Great team, guys. Great team. So, Bama... Yeah, it kind of smacked them. But the things I saw from Justin Fields were really good. They were really good, man. Um, He was making right decisions. He was being gutsy. Um, Just stuff like that. Devontae Smith, yes, best player in college football. Of course, he went crazy. He left early. He left in the third quarter with a, he said, broken, I think he said broken finger. One of his fingers were broken. So, Yeah. Great, I-, I can't stress enough that. This was a great all-around game from Alabama. 52-24 was the score. Now, let's go to Jada Valentine's way too early um, rankings. All right. All right. So, number one is, for me, it's going to be Clemson. Yeah, I know. Y'all got like What? What? Y'all finished? Y'all finished third. Y'all finished third. Reason why I have clips at number one is because we are adding great players. In Jeremiah Trotter Jr., Will Shipley, running back, um, our D tackle, Peyton Page, receiver, Bo Collins. But listen, this is why we're going to be so good. Let me go to the offense first. Our offense is going to be electric. Because we have a more than capable quarterback in waiting. DJ Uwe Angle, who threw for 781 yards with four touchdowns and no interceptions in two games when Lawrence was sidelined because of COVID-19. And then, star right wide receiver Justin Ross might come back from a neck injury. Along with Joseph Nagata, guys. Yes, Frank Ladson. Yes, and then Bo Collins he played um, football with DJ Leongle at John Bosco High School, so they already had that chemistry. We have these great players coming back, and there, there. This is talk about our running game. Linjay Dixon looked pretty good against, um, against the good teams. He looked when we were um, when our backups were in, and he was running the ball. We we saw some glimpses of good. And even when we weren't in in our backups, we were still seeing good out of him. So, and even if he's not Travis Etienne, we still have an incredible passing game. So keep that in mind. Now, on our defense side, Miles Mumphrey, Brian Brzee, and Trenton Simpson, Nolan Turner, James Skulski, Darian Kendrick, all coming back. Coming back, that's scary. That is scary. These freshmen, Miles Mumfrey, Brian Brzee, they showed glimpses that they have a bright, bright future at Clemson from last year. So, imagine this year, imagine next year, it's gonna be a whole different ballgame, guys. And then we add Trenton Simpson, linebacker, guys. This is going to be a good defense. We have our corners thing. We have our leader on defense, senior leader on defense, James Skolsky. He needs to protect us. He needs to stop getting injected. But still. You know, that's a very, very good defense coming up. And then the offense, I can't stress about the offense. I can't. Because we have DJ Oyoungalay, Justin Ross, Frank Lassen, Joseph Nogata, Bo Collins, Spectre. We have all these guys that are upcoming that could be great. That's all I'm saying, guys. That's all I can say. Number two, I have Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. They're losing a lot. They're losing a lot. They're losing Mac Jones, Najee Harris, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle. Alex Leatherwood, Leighton Dickerson, Deontay Brown, Dylan Moses, Patrick Sertan, Miller Frostyle. Yeah, that's a Dylan. But Alabama has a good offense as well. They have Bryce Young. He was the number one dual threat quarterback prospect in the 2020 ESPN 300. In the running backs, they have Brian Robinson, which in the National Championship, he got a lot of minutes, and he looked great. Let's see his stats from that game. Brian Robinson had 10 carries for 69 yards, 6.9 yards per carry. That's great. That's great for a running back. Then they have uh, Jace McLean, and off-injured off Trey Sanders will try to fill Harris's shoes. Smith and Waddle won't be easy, though. They have John Mitchie, the third. He's pretty good. I mean, he had – he stepped up in the um, third quarter for Devontae Smith He got hurt. He had eight touches for 81 yards, 10 to 10.1 yards per carry. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, And Slade Bolden on uh, the next in the line. Slade Bolden had a touchdown last game. Great. You know, Moses was the only um, senior starting on defense. Although a handful of juniors and redshirt sophomores might leave for the NFL draft, they tied open the 2021 season against Miami. They played SEC road games at Auburn, Florida, Mississippi State, State and Texas A&M. Not bad. That's a pretty hard conference, guys. Let's admit, it, ACC fans, the ACC is on the rise. It's on the rise. But we're not boom yet. We're not SEC yet, but, but we're but we're we're getting there. Third, I have Oklahoma Sooners. Boomer Sooner. Um they're getting um Kennedy Brooks, Mario Williams, Savin Bird, Caleb Williams, Billy Bowman Junior, Clayton Smith. You know, Spencer Rattler is coming into this season the Heisman favorite. The way too early Heisman favorite. Begin of the season, we saw Spencer Rattler doing okay. We saw him, you know, forcing falls, um, getting sacked, not reading defenses that well. Towards the end of the season, we we're like, dude, why is he not in the Heisman conversation is how he was playing. He was playing phenomenal. In the last few games, you can't ask for more for that guy. Okay, and uh, uh, Oklahoma University expects to, to bring back Brooks, one of, oh, a thousand yard rusher in two thousand nineteen, who opted out this season. Then they have wide receiver Charleston Rambo, who started last past two seasons, entered the transfer portal. The defense in the defense of um, Oklahoma, they stepped up. They are stepping up. They're doing great, guys. They're um, allowing 21.7 points and run defense of 105 yards and third total defense 350 350.6. I know guys, that's <sighs> but for a Lincoln Riley team, that's not bad. For a Lincoln for a Lincoln Riley team, that's not bad. Now at number four, I have Georgia. I have Georgia. I have Georgia. They're not bad guys. Oh, yeah, and also, I'm, I'm doing the top 10. I'm not going to do the 25. Georgia, yeah, I have them. Because they're returning J.T. A.T. Daniels, which, you know, the last past four games, he's been doing crazy. I mean, he completed 67% of his passes for 1,231 yards with 10 touchdowns, and two picks in four-game audition. There'll be plenty of playmakers coming back around him, including wide receivers George Pickens, yeah, German Burton, Arian Smith, Kyries Jackson, as well as tight end Darnell Washington. Office looking good. Georgia offense is looking good. I mean, these are a national... Nash- Georgia... Is a national championship? Because contender. I'm saying it now. I'm saying it now, guys. Um, Clemson, Georgia are starting off the season in Charlotte. Not bad. Um, defense. It's Georgia's defense. Come on now. Number five. This might sound weird, but number five, I have Ohio State. Finish season seven and one. Um. Key additions is they're adding uh, a D.E., Jack Sawyer, a running back, Trayvon Henderson, a receiver, Emeka Abuka, QB, Kyle McCord, wide receiver, Jalen Ballard. All right. So they are most likely going to um, lose Justin Fields coming up in the next few days. It's going to be a really... Mm, it's going to be a really good QB competition in Columbus. Kyle McCord is most likely not going to get the start. He's a freshman. Jack Miller is really good. And then they have CJ Stroud, the number two pocket passer in the 2020 ESPN 300, and incoming freshman Kyle McCord was the number four pocket passer in 2021. Not bad. Not bad at all. So that competition is gonna be pretty good. All right, Texas A and M, number six. Um, they're projected to lose Kellen Mond and a few others. So you're wondering who's their QB going to be? All right, so probably gonna be Zach Calazada. I don't know him, guys. I don't know him. I'm sorry. Or, Haynes King will battle for the QB job this spring. Haynes King is a pretty good player. Now, they're keeping their best players on the running back. They have, they're keeping Isaiah Spiller and Donna Devon Acheny. I don't know. And they're keeping Utility Man and Anus Smith and tight end Jalen Weidermeyer. Not bad, guys. Um... They averaged three hundred and seventeen point three yard yards per game. Top tacklers Johnson and Hansford as well as top pass rusher Bobby Brown will have be will have to be replaced. That sucks. Number seven, the Tar Heels, North Carolina. Um, they finished the record twenty well, we finished the record twenty the twenty two the twenty twenty record was eight and four, seven three in A C C play. Um, we're losing a lot of good players in, um, Michael Carter, Javante Williams, um, Daz Newsome, De'Ami Brown, and Chaz Surratt. But we're adding defense. We're adding great defense, guys. We're adding Keyshawn Silver, Renera, Dilworth, and Power Echoes. In the offense, we're adding Drake May. Yes, Luke May's own brother. And Gavin Blackwell. So... The good thing is, is that even with Carter and Williams, Doosan and Brown moving on, USC should have a high-powered offense coming back in twenty twenty-one. Quarterback Sam Howell will be a Heisman Trophy favorite, and all starting five offense linemen are expected to return. Young wide receivers Josh Josh Downs and Coffrey Brown played well against Texas A and M in the Orange Bowl, and injured receiver Bo Krause should be back. After a sports hernia limited him to four games in the 2020 season. Six of UT's defense starters were freshmen or sophomores this past season. So, we're keeping, um, Taman Fox, Tyron Hopper are big boosts. Um, we will be playing Notre Dame this upcoming season. Number eight, I have Iowa State. Number, they, um, or, right. they finished the season 9-3, 8-1 in the conference play of the Big 12. Not bad. Um, it's difficult to say. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be a great team. They beat um, Oregon 34-17 in, in the Fiesta Bowl, which is their first New Year's Six Bowl appearance. It's great, guys. They're, um... They're keeping Brock Purdy. Uh, he had, he threw for two thousand seven hundred fifty yards and three hundred eighty two rushing yards and twenty four touchdowns total. They're keeping Bryce Bryce Hall as a running back. He rushed for one thousand five hundred seventy two rushing yards with twenty one touchdowns. They are keeping all five offensive line starters will return after see after senior tackle John Foster opted. Out. So that's pretty good, guys. Um, yeah. I would say it's looking pretty good. Number 9, we have USC Trojans. Um, they got to a a late start. But, now, they're looking pretty good. Um, at number... They finished the season 5-1 and in the Pac-12 Conference. Um, they're getting, um... Corey Foreman, um, Ishmael software Xavier Offer, Miller Moss, Jackson Dart, Chiron War, Hudson, and Julian Simon. They did really good in the um, conference play. Uh, he's, yeah. I mean it. They're looking pretty good too. USC. They're back on the rise. Um, And I feel like it's just gonna keep going up for USC. You know, they started really good. Best team ever, potentially. And then they started declining. And now they're back on the rise. But they're starting to get a lot of people from California. And number 10, we have Indiana, six and two. Um, They're six and one in Big Ten Conference. Um, India put together one of the better seasons in school history but it never felt as if they got the credit they deserved. Yeah. Uh, playing without injured quarterback Michael Phoenix, he was really good. Uh, it, it's looking pretty good for the Indiana team. Um, that is my top five. So now let's go to our next topic. Which is going, is Alabama the best Alabama team ever? So, that's a hard question. You know, there has been a lot of good Alabama teams. A lot of great, great, great Alabama teams. But it's kind of hard to pinpoint the best. Alright, here's why people are saying this Alabama team was the best. They were 13 11, 0, 11 wins in conference play, and which is SEC, which is probably the best conference right now. They went 11 0 in there. Most of those games were absolute blowouts. Then they beat a number four, Notre Dame, by blowout. Then they beat, and then they blow out the number three, Ohio State team. And also, the offense, guys. The offense of this team was electric. I don't remember the stats anymore. Mac Jones, 464 yards. Five touchdown passes. Najee Harris, 22 carries. 79 yards. Two touchdown rushes. Devontae Smith, 12 receptions. 215 yards. Three touchdowns. Najee Harris seven receptions, 79 yards, one touchdown. Slade Bolden, three touches, three receptions, 16 yards, one touchdown. You know, then on the defense side, they're so balanced. They're not the best Alabama defense. But if you have this offense, All you need is this kind of defense. Three tackles, three tackles, three tackles, three tackles, three tackles, three tackles, two tackles, two tackles, two tackles, two tackles, one tackle, one tackle, zero tackles. That's all you need if you have that defense. you If you have this kind of Alabama offense... Hold a team to 24 points, you're winning. You're winning. Hold a team to 24 points, you're winning. That's it. That's how easy it is. So you don't have to have the best team of all... The best defense of all time to be the best team of all time. Because when you have this offense... You know seven touchdowns seven seven touchdowns guys i mean are you it's it's debatable it's debatable i mean there's been a lot of good alabama teams This Albion team might go up there. So, the answer will be yes. I said it, guys. This was the best Albion team I've ever seen. So, yeah, they are. Now, let's go to the NFL playoffs. Let's see if I got them right. Alright, I'm pretty sure I was 4 for 2. I think. Let me see, guys. Pretty sure I was four for two. Pretty sure. All right. So I projected the Bills winning against the Colts. Yes. 27-24. I was correct. Um, yeah. You know, the Bills, in my opinion, it was closer than I thought. You know? Closer than I thought. Um, Rams, Seahawks. I guessed that right as well. I predicted that right. Not a guess. Rams won 30-20. This defense absolutely did their job. They did what they needed to do. They needed to lock up DK Metcalf, and they needed to get to um. Russell Wilson. They did that. Bravo. Um, Buccaneers, Washington. I guess. Uh, Buccaneers, I guess right. 31-23. But what did I tell you, guys? It was going to be a great game. and It was. Um, Bears Saints. I guess Saint. I predicted Saints, and I was correct. It was not a good game, guys. Twenty one nine. Um, this is where I got one wrong. Browns Steelers. Browns go. Browns go. They did good. They did great. The Steelers looked bad. Corvette Corvette. Right. Corvette Corvette. <laughs> um. Yeah. The Steelers. They looked bad in that game. Honestly, I mean, they eventually came bad, but you know, it was awful. Then we have Rams, I mean, the Ravens and the Titans. I guess that right. I guess that wrong. Ravens and Lamar Jackson said, What's up? What's up? Hey, defense stood up, Lamar Jackson stood up. So that's all you need. So I ended up being um, four. Yeah, four and two. Oh. Um, now we're gonna do uh these four second round games. I have um Alright Packers Rams. I have Packers. Um Aaron Rodgers and this offense has been unstoppable. They have been unstoppable they've been unstoppable this year. You know, of course. The Rams' defense is as well unstoppable. But Aaron Rodgers has had a crazy year. Phenomenal year. MVP year. That's why he is going to MVP in my opinion. So, yeah. i are going to have uh, Packers winning. Yeah, Packers winning. Then we have Chiefs-Browns. Browns, I feel like they did their job. I feel like Browns uh, accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. I feel like they accomplished beating the... Whoa, go to the next round. What's their goal? I think that the Browns are not going to be like, like, ha-ha, rah-rah, you know? Because they already did, did their job, was to win. And absolutely win against the Steelers. You know? So I feel like they already accomplished their job. But of course they'll come like, let's win this. But I don't think they'll be like... Raw, raw, like, let's go get them, you know? Like, let's do this again. Nah. Then we have Ravens-Bills. I have the Bills, guys. I have the Bills. The Bills can't disappoint with Josh Allen and Colt Beasley and Stephon Diggs. I don't know, man. I got Bills. Buccaneers-Saints, the OGs. Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. I'm going to have to go with the Saints, guys. You know, you're asking why, Jaden. Well, the reason why is because Drew Brees is phenomenal, and that's the reason why they're going. The Saints defense has proven this year that they don't need the best offense of all time. You know, they 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 proved that. So the Saints defense is doing great this year. So all you need to do is get Tom Brady a little bit, scare him a little bit. Yeah, I got the Saints. Mm hmm. Now, let's go to the Doug Peterson topic. No. I do not agree with taking Doug Peterson away. It's not Doug Peterson's fault. I cannot stress enough that it was not Doug Peterson's fault. You don't know whose fault it was. Carson Wentz's fault. You know, Doug Pearson took them to a Super Bowl, took them to a conference championship, won the Super Bowl, made the Philly special. I mean, really, Philly? You know, with Jalen Hurts, they were going up. Doug Peterson, Jalen Hurts, they're going up. But then now you're going back down because because he took away Doug Peterson. So, God, please get a good coach. It's kind of hard to find a better coach than Doug Peterson. He develops QBs really well. He develops QBs really well. Nick Foles, great QB. I mean, he led them to the Super Bowl and won it. It's Carson Wentz, guys. It's Carson Wentz. And he's still trying to work with Carson Wentz. He just couldn't. He's not as QB to work with. So you need to get rid of Carson Wentz, not Doug Peterson. Because Doug Peterson is not a bad coach. That was not a good move. Guys, y'all were, y'all were rising. Y'all were rising up with Jalen Hurts and Doug Pearson. Yeah, y'all going back down. You know, y'all going back down. So, please, please do something better. You know, we're asking, we're praying for you to do something better than, than what you just did. Come on. Come on. You got to pick up Jalen Waddle first, all right? Pick him up and get a good coach. First, you gotta get a good coach. And then, maybe we can move on to a draft pick. We'll move on to your draft pick. So, I believe it was not a smart decision. But, honestly, you gotta make up for it. You gotta make up for it. So guys, that is my podcast on Tuesday, um, 1 2021. And I'm signing out. Peace!